Welcome to Book Pile Banter. This is Amberly and Kim. Sarah will not be joining us for our 24 short story countdown in the holiday season because creepy Christmas stories have burnt her one too many times. However, we are here to discuss an array of Christmas ghost and folktale stories leading up to Christmas Day. And the one here on day 13, we're getting there, day 13. Uh, and we are reading or discussing his castle. Oh my God, words are not my friend. Which by Almakatsu in Christmas and Other Horrors. Almakatsu is a repeat author for us. She was featured in the episode The Hunger in 2022. And his castle, castle is about a couple that vacations to Wales in the wintertime. And a Welsh tradition does not go as planned. Um, so what were your thoughts on this one, Kim? Okay, well, my very first thought was I have to look into this author because I needed to know if they were Welsh. And they, they are, are not. not. And the reason being is because they missed a very, very, they were talking about uh, decorations. And yeah. um, they missed a very, very, distinctly welsh decoration um that is yeah it was really disappointing i was waiting for it to come up do you know what i'm talking about uh do you remember not off the top of my head what are you referring to so we went to we went to wells at christmas time mm-hmm. and above the door is nailed a small decorated tree so it's a live tree and it's nailed at an angle so almost like a flagpole you know like a Mm -hmm. flag would be but Mm -hmm. it's a christmas tree and it's decorated now i don't know if that's a regional welsh thing and it's just where we went or because this story took place just outside of cardiff which is wales major big city um but yeah i was so surprised when i saw that when we were there i was just like this is this is really unique i've never seen that anywhere but it's most definitively in wales well i don't remember that and i thought that would be well you were pretty i mean you weren't young but um yeah i just like oddly enough i i just didn't remember it see for me when it comes to this one it like and we've had this issue kind of with this author before is they take really iconic things and just, I don't know. It like, it just doesn't have the essence to it. Um, Because like yeah. the hunger, I'm trying to remember what the hunger was. I think it was like the Donner party one. That's what it was. Uh, yeah. yeah, where it like like they're playing around with something, but like they haven't taken the essence of it to succeed at playing with it. Um, and this one was kind of that way where like you've got, and I'm so sad because okay, back up the the Mari, and I'm gonna say this wrong. I know I am because like it's words, and I have a hard time. Um. The Mari Loud Lud is one that I'm highly fascinated with and one that I was actually like looking forward to 
when it came to us doing these short stories, as soon as I saw it being referenced as one of the stories, I was like, oh my God, I'm so excited. I can't wait to read that one. And then when I realized it was this author, I was like, oh man. Because I knew that the like the essence of the creepiness was just going to be missed. And that was the case in this. Is like, Oh, there wasn't anything were... particularly creepy about it. It was just... Um, um... Sorry. Um, what? It, it, no, I, I'm reading. I was. I. I had never heard of this. Uh, this folk folktale. So I was. I was gonna read on it, but um, there was no nothing creepy about it. It was just some men abusing um, an old tradition. Yeah, an old tradition, and then you find out, which I figured out really quickly that. Oh were, yeah. Um, had somehow ended up being living forever um, yeah and had to go back and and kill every so often in order to uh i don't know why there's no explanation know. as to who they are or what why they have to do it other than i think they were members of the family of of that castle um, yeah no so, it, it yeah. just like i don't know it like it just it missed the ball for me and I think part of it is is this was someone who is not Welsh writing about something that isn't their like their history, their folktale. Um yeah. and it just I don't know. It it's trying to be edgy and it didn't feel edgy. Like it just I don't know. And it, it felt like it kind of like stomped all over a Welsh tradition by like having it be that those men were taking advantage of it. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I didn't. Okay. So. Cause, cause now that we've talked about yeah. it a bit more, cause I had said before we started recording that I liked the story. Um, it didn't insult me. Um, mm hmm and so as far as reading it was fine it um i let go of the tradition very quickly and and i don't know the tradition had i known the tradition i probably would have been more insulting to me um yeah i i've seen that horse head um before i've seen the image of it before i but i didn't ever know what it really was about um so i was able to just fall into what the story actually was which is three men trying to rob these ancient beings and the ancient beings turning it back on them. Um, so, you know, that's why I was okay yeah. with the story. And, and see for me, it like, so it kind of, it's not, it's not the same as Krampus, but it has kind of similar um, concept. So the idea and that it ties into caroling where someone will be dressed up under the horse horse's head they come up they sing the people in the house then have to sing back in response and like there's this kind of back and forth until eventually the householder householders allow the people to come in and then they give them a gift of drink and food um okay. so it's kind of the origin of modern day caroling as we depict it it's in media you know the idea that you go caroling and then people will offer you a drink and stuff um and i'm gonna say it wrong i know, you know i am funny it's because yeah in america caroling isn't done that way at all um yeah it's just people go door to door and sing we actually didn't get get in trouble i'm saying that with mm -hmm. air quotes there 
um, we had carols come to our door in England and we stood there and listened to them sing. And mm-hmm. then we're like, oh, thank you. And, and shut the door. Didn't know we were supposed to give them money. Didn't yeah. know that if you don't want to give them money, you don't answer your door. Yeah. Didn't learn that until our second Christmas in England. And then we uh, <laughs> didn't answer the door after that. But yeah, in, in there, it's very much you're they're, they're, they're entertaining you and you're, you're to pay them or in some way, shape or form, yeah. whether it be drink or, or money. Um, these were all kids. They were definitely after the money. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it's, it's just like a, um, and again, I was going to say the word wrong. Was sailing, was sailing, um, yeah, selling. Yeah, I, yeah, it's it's a type of caroling and stuff, and yeah. and it's also a drink. Um, so it's a particular drink that you give at that time when people come and sing for you. You then give them. Um. So yeah, it, it just like it it missed the mark of that origin story for me because I really you know wanted that kind of proper back and forth and this really didn't have it it was just men taking advantage of a tradition and it's like well why can't it be you know why why are you doing this this way yeah yep yeah but this is my third time reading this author and it's like my biggest complaint is they take really iconic things and they like in their attempt to subvert the iconicness of it, miss the mark. Mm-hmm. Because they do it yeah, with the Donner with, Party. Yeah, the Donner Party one was way off. I remember us being very displeased with with the effects of that story. Yeah. Um. um they've also done the Titanic, which again, I just see. like that one's called the Deep, right? Yeah, it, it just yeah. like it, it it was like particularly because I know the Titanic so well. I was obsessed with the Titanic. Um, and the way they subverted it was like not great. And again, they just keep taking things that I actually know really well. Well, and I think the problem is they're a little superficial. Yeah. If you're if meaning you're going they the stories. The, the writer, they're superficial in their covering of it. What I was gonna say was yeah. was if you're going to subvert what's already in existence you need to know what's already in existence really really well um and you can't be superficial about it because what you're subverting needs to make sense yeah there needs to be a purpose behind the subversion or else i mean and just look at the book we the story we read yesterday or that we talked about from yesterday yeah where you're telling a very strong krampus story you can subvert Krampus. We read Krampus last year. That was a that was a different take on Krampus and really well done. Um, yeah. But this one, it's the it's like they read about uh, the the myth or the folklore on Wikipedia and then mm-hmm. did a did a variation on it. And it, it yeah. it's almost like they looked at it and they went, oh, but what if they were you know what if, it was what if they were going to rob them. Yeah. But what if what if the supernatural creature was actually already in the house? Like, yeah. why? Yeah. Why? Yep. And then the weird, like, the horse's head was one that they pulled from the bog that happened to belong to the yeah, woman. She, when she was escaping way back when and, and fell in the bog. Yeah. And, yeah, it's her horse. 
but she got to take it with her, so that's cool. She got her horse back, so to speak. Yeah, that was so um, weird. But that being said, all of that being said, it is a decent write. There was no there was no difficulty in reading it. It was it it it's it there's nothing wrong with the story that's be you know yeah in the writing of it if you're reading the book you'll you'll easily read this one just i mean i i yeah the one we talked about is the very last story in this yeah afterwards yeah. yeah no this um, was easier um and part of it was i just like prepared myself because as soon as i saw who the author was i was like no but again it was one i was looking forward to I was very excited to get to discuss that tradition and like see how someone played around with it. And then it happened and I was like, oh man. Yeah. The only part of the, the thing that was tradition is they showed up singing at their house or. Yeah. Uh, they, with they the. Sang, no, they didn't sing. Yeah. They, they, did they sing? I don't, uh, anyway. I don't think so. I think they showed up the and like demanded to be let in to have a drink. Yeah. yeah. So. And, also, and I, think if I remember now the thing that like really threw me is when they were talking about the Range Rover and they were like, all people from London drive Range Rovers. And I was yeah. like, who the fuck in London drives a Range Rover? Okay, well, okay, Range Rover is a British brand. There are the Range Rovers are very prolific in Britain, but no, um, it's not like here in LA where everybody drives a Hummer or a or a you know a big SUV of some sort, um, very very different because I don't yes. remember there being Range Rovers everywhere we went in London, not in London itself. Um, no, because Londoners either don't have a car or they have a very small car because they need somewhere easy yeah. to put it. That's yeah, easy that park, was when yeah. I was like I was like oh my god you don't know anything. Yeah yeah, so you really just it. went. We had a Ford pickup, a Ford truck, not a pickup. It wasn't yeah. an F-150, not that big. big. Um, and our car stood out. Well, it was a Ford. They don't have a lot of Fords yeah. there. Um, our car stood out like insane. Um, I don't remember there being a lot of big vehicles. Now, out in the no. country? Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. But, yeah, I mean, yeah. It It was definitely written by somebody who... You know, I, I would wonder if she's ever even been to either location. I don't know. I don't know. And it's so crazy because, you know, the, when we went to Wales, um, we did that beautiful little cabin right on the beach. Oh, and you remember man. how? Yeah. How it had such a wonderfully creepy feel to it. it yeah. There was a wonderful environment that you could have written and, and just, didn't yeah. touch the town at all and just talked about the you know the manor house and and you know just kind of just it it's like pebbles skipping across the pond she she hits yeah she hits points but there's no depth to it at all it's yeah just skimming and it's really unfortunate and it's too bad God. yeah because wales is so beautiful um, well, and even like, because we went up there for the holiday, and like, I can remember because we had taken Guinness, our dog, with us, mm-hmm. and just like, just laying in front of the fireplace. Like, like yeah. there could have been a moment to like create this like really cozy atmosphere and then subvert it. Yeah. 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 Even if you were going with the robbery angle, 
Like, subvert the robbery. Don't do this weird, like, oh, they're mythical creatures from the bog. Yeah. It was was a little weird. Why? Also, do they have bogs in in Wales? I know they have them in Ireland. I'm sure they do. Let's see here. Are there bogs in Wales? I love Google. Yes, there are bogs in Wales. Okay. Raised bogs are one of Wales' rarest and most important habitats. Okay. Well, at least they bog snorkeling. Yeah. I did not know that bog snorkeling was a thing. Oh my God, Anyways. that would be... Having been snorkeling and underwater, that would be the most terrifying experience in the... Nah, nah. No. Totally random tangent, but because we're discussing bogs... Um, Recently, for work, I am doing a grossology thing. And one of the conversations I had with someone was about mummies. And I was like, oh, man, bog, bog people are so cool. And this coworker was like, what? What? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, they're, they're just so different than, like, Egyptian mummies. Or, you know, South American, Central America mummies that have been, like, put out in the air or in the heat to like dry i'm like they don't they don't dry and this person's like what do you mean and so i i pulled up the bog man yeah and i loved it because this person went you can see all the wrinkles on that man's face Mm -hmm. i'm like yeah and you've seen it in person person yeah um but like it's such a different type of like preservative and petrification yeah that like even that would have been really interesting is if these people had had something to them that was like like bog sacrifice like like i would have been cool with that there's but they were so just, much that could have been done with this they were highwaymen oh 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 my god i had to look up i know stand and deliver is a thing okay so i, yeah. I know this but i'm like adamant has a song called stand and deliver mm-hmm. Um, and he literally sings "Stand and Deliver Your Money or Your Life," um, which I know mm-hmm. is, is straight out of actual highwaymen. That's what they said. Um, yeah, but it was such a weird thing because I just found out um, over the week that I was gone. My mm-hmm. my brother texted me and said, "Do you feel like it's the '80s again? Are you going to go see him?" And he gave me a link to Adamant's going on tour this year. Yeah, <laughs> it's a small world. <laughs> it is. Oh man. Okay, so not at all related, but I was devastated to learn that the lead singer for the and I'm gonna say it wrong because I just the Pope M. The Pope's oh man. So he passed away. Yeah. And what's really weird, again, this relates back to work, oddly enough, is uh the day before he passed away, I had been doing my teen huddle with the teen volunteers, and the thing we asked was what is your favorite holiday song? And you did fairy tales of New York? And I did fairy tales of New York and I had to explain Celtic punk to teens. And then he died the next day. Oh. So surreal. And then I didn't I know about you, it until did the you eight. watch? Did you watch any of the videos of his yeah. funeral? Yeah. Did you see Johnny Depp carried was one of the ball bearers? Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, the, the, the band up there singing it and they sang the original yep. version. They didn't, they yep. didn't sing the cleaned up version and then his family and then, all dancing. I thought that was freaking and, awesome. And Bono did a, like a, like a video in because like he, they couldn't oh, make it. And that. so, yeah, yeah. He gave a, like a little like, um, speech, but it was a video recording and they played the video recording oh, I'm gonna have to look of that the one speech. Up. Yeah. But yeah, but yeah, that was, I, when I, when I, when I had heard he, he died. Yeah. I love the Popes. They're oh. so good. Um, yes i love that song and fairy well, tale in new york is is one of the best cat you even think about it i will well i won't because we're on video and and again <laughs> slightly off topic but i don't know why but that song always reminds me of grandpa I really don't know why i your, i think it was grandfather he, would fucking hate that song i could have sworn he listened to it i i mean mate I mean, we'll never I know. It was his, I I swear he listened to it during the holiday season. If not, like it was the only one he like actually liked. No, I mean uh, not in my memory of him. Okay. So no. But yeah, no, it it reminds me of him. I don't know why, or I thought it was his favorite song or something. I don't know. So yeah, I was devastated when I saw that, and I was just like, oh man, it is most definitely my favorite Christmas song. Yeah, love yeah. that song. So. I love um if you've ever watched PS I love you they um when the the when Gerard Butler's character dies that's that's his yeah that's the song they play yeah or they sing yeah but yeah yeah no it's a good song all right it's a great song on that note our intro and outro <laughs> music anything to do with the book <laughs> on that note our intro and outro music is called oh, is by Howard Harper Barnes and is called A Snowflake's Tale from Epidemic Sound. Don't forget to like, rate, and subscribe to Book Pile Banter on Spotify, Amazon Music, iTunes, or whichever platform you listen to your podcasts. We'd love to hear from you on any of our social media platforms, such as Instagram or TikTok. You can find us at book underscore pile underscore banter. And don't forget, we'll be back tomorrow with our next short story. <laughs> <laughs>